0: Welcome to the Frequency 49 show. I'm Paul McDonald. Alongside me are Kat Victorino and Deepak Gohill. Hello, guys. Hello. Hi, everyone. We start this show off by saying, We won! Woo-hoo! <laughs> yes the 49ers went into the LA Coliseum and they actually came out with a win beating the LA Rams 22 points to 21 it's the 49ers second win of the season and it was a sweep of the LA Rams Kaepernick had a pretty decent game uh Hyde didn't have the game that we wanted him to have he came away with an injury that has put him out for the rest of the season every other game for the rest of the season is one game left <laughs> guys what can we say about this game
1: what a refreshing change <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah and do you know what I, I like that not not only did we win the game but we actually did it. it it was a very difficult game for us to win when we set about to do it and The two-pointer to win, it surprised me. I thought they would have kicked it and gone for overtime. But they were were really going out to make a statement. So I'm not sure if this season had any value to it, if we would have gone for the two-pointer. I think we would have probably kicked and tried to win it in overtime. But win's a win.
0: Take it. Yep, it is indeed. Uh, The 49ers won the game with 36 seconds left. I do believe, I'm just going to look on the drive chart now, Uh, it was... A Kaepernick pass to Rod Streeter and then the two-point conversion. Kaepernick rushed the right end, um, and that won the 49ers the game for that sweep. As we've said, Kaepernick 28 of 38 attempts for 286 yards, two touchdowns, and the one interception. Um, Hyde did lead the rushing, 13 of 38 yards. He had what looked like a very uh, or a, a pretty serious injury. Um, they, they they were expecting something more serious than it was. It's turned out to be an MCL strain rather than a tear or anything like that. So while he's done for the season, which is probably best for us, um, just let him rest up and recover. He will be able to take part in training sessions and everything next season. That's got to be good news for us, hasn't it, Kat?
1: Thank goodness, because that that hit, I saw the hit, and it just looked vicious, and I, I really was surprised that he was able to get up
2: I, I thought his he might have suffered some very serious knee damage um but it was a clean hit it wasn't an illegal or a, you know a, a dirty hit it was fairly legit but when you at the time it went through you you know you think oh nothing good's gonna come out of this this is this was a tough tough play for
0: for hide.
1: i hurt just li- seeing it you know <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's one of those where you just wince along with him well, it was the 49ers' second win, as we've said, with a very, very depleted 49ers squad. If you look at the number of players that are now on injured reserve before that game even started. If you remember right to the very beginning of the season, game one, the 49ers won convincingly in a 28-0 rout. That was back at Levi Stadium. This wasn't that game, but the 49ers were able to actually hang on for the win against the LA Rams. A team that we cannot actually catch in the NFC West, even we win and LA lose next week. What do you think it is? What, what do you think it's been with the LA Rams specifically that we've been able to beat them back to back this season with two very different performances?
1: Well, didn't you get the sense watching. The game that, that the Niners really wanted this game. I mean, it was like you know bitter rivalry for years mm. and years and years, and we'd always owned them. And I mean, you really got that sense of we want to beat you, we want to sweep you. If we do nothing else this year, this is it. Uh,
2: I don't, I really I didn't get a sense of that cap. I do think that you know if you kind of reverse the role, say we were the Rams and the 49ers were. Uh, were and, and the Rams were us, right, that's the sort of game we would lose, wouldn't it? Blowing a lead like that and um, and losing the way that we lost. I, I think the Rams just switched off um, for some reason. Don't know why. I'm glad they did, though. But I, I just got a sense that, you know, they weren't really interested in that game at all. And, and that's not to take away from us the win, which um, in some ways is controversial because it's now taken us out of the the, the pecking order for that draft choice, mm. you know, which, um, you know, some people want the team to win uh, and some people want us to go for the draft choice. So it's taken us out of that, but I actually got a sense that the Rams couldn't really care less about that game. They, they just wanted it over. And, you know, there were a lot of 49er fans who went to Los Angeles to see that. And, and I think that for them, you know, that's a, it's great that they actually got to see us win they
0: travel that far to, to go and see the game do you think that with the way the 49ers season has gone that the Rams have gone into that game thinking oh, this is a gimme and they've been caught out or do you think it's more with what's been going on with the Rams in the last two to three weeks losing their head coach they're in turmoil as well do you think that's been more of a uh, more of a reason that they didn't perform on the field
1: it could be. Their turmoil is more fresh than ours.
0: Mm. We we've just had it longer. I mean, uh,
1: yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean the the difference is their turmoil is gonna stop sooner than ours yeah, as well, yeah. by by all accounts. I think it's a it's a bit of both, to be honest with you, Paul, because yeah, there's turmoil, but don't forget, they probably wanted to avenge us sh- shutting them out yeah. at um at the field of genes. So they would not be looking for us to beat them in their own backyard, certainly not the first time round in Los Angeles. So, you know, I, I think a lot of the internal problems that they've got would have surfaced to some degree. It's hard not to, but I don't think they sort of s- stepped aside and let us have this by by any means, mm. you know. But I do think that they weren't really interested, you know. I mean, it's not a... It's a game where if your team lost, you would be absolutely bloody furious to give up a game like that. Yeah. So um, sorry, I d- I don't think they just sort of stepped aside and let us have it. Um,
0: Some of the advanced stats that Mark has sent us over. Thank you very much, Mark. It was the Niners' tenth straight win against the Rams while they've been in LA, which <laughs> that that that's just something. The main one. That's interesting. It ended the franchise record of defeat, straight defeats at thirteen. So that that is now the new record: thirteen straight defeats. But it was it was a win. Uh, Rashard Robinson's game-ending interception was his career first, and Buckner got his sixth sack of the season. That's a goal he set himself in preseason.
2: Yeah, I mean, go back to what you said. Yeah that it's a record breaking 13 straight losses um l- l- let's just hope our owner doesn't see that as a challenge and tries to beat <laughs> it next season
1: oh
2: <laughs> you know because i wouldn't put it past yes me. we had yeah yes we had the win and everything else but let's be honest here apart from that nothing has changed absolutely nothing's changed mm. except we just won a game yeah. against a very very awful team who are in turmoil so you know, before we pat ourselves on the back, let's yeah. just be mindful of the fact that we've we've still got this steaming pile of poo in our own backyard, <laughs> which which needs
0: to be addressed. Uh, yeah. Sure. Right. <laughs> Question for you both, right? Okay. Two teams there's only two teams who've ever finished two and fourteen and had both of their wins against the same opponent. Which two teams was it? Two thousand four mm. Niners.
1: Beat Arizona twice.
0: Yep.
2: And And the other one, I don't know. Eighty one Colts. it have to be somebody somebody who's stunk, yeah, like the Lions or the Colts. <laughs> eighty
0: one Colts. The eighty one Colts it was. Uh they had two wins against New Uh New England in nineteen eighty one. Um and one more, uh, there's only one team since the NFL merger who's fired head coaches in consecutive seasons. And that was, Deepak?
2: Uh, That would be, I don't know, I'm trying to think. That would be us.
0: Yep, it was the San Francisco 49ers fired hedge coaches in 1976 and 1977. Um, So, there we go. Whether that means that we're going to fire... Chip Kelly. (laughs) In fact... We've already done it, haven't we? Well, yeah, yeah. we've equaled it. We, yeah, fired, we Harbour, fired Harbour then we and then fired, fired Tom immediate... Sula the next season.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, but by all accounts, we're not going for the trifecta. I think um, Chip Kelly is adamant about staying, and the reports coming out seem to suggest that he's not going anywhere. Mm. So, um, but maybe you know, two we've equaled our own record.
1: Any given Sunday, Jed might want that record.
2: True. <laughs> and true, and if it's there to be had if it's there to be had i think he's going to
0: be competitive enough, competitive enough to go for it you know okay let's change track for a second then and let's take a look at the game that's coming up this weekend which is against the Seattle Seahawks it's at Levi Stadium it is the 49ers last game of the season uh, the Seahawks currently lead the all-time series 21 to 15 and the last meeting was a 37 to 18 win for Seattle in Seattle, in week three, um, two Carlos Hyde garbage time touchdowns made the score a lot more respectable than it should have been. Going into this game, the 49ers are going to be on a bit of a high after the win down in LA, but they are taking on a formidable opponent in the Seattle Seahawks, who are leading the NFC West. Is there any chance that we've got of winning this game, Cat?
1: Oh, there's always a chance. Come on. You can't give up hope that easy. Okay, seriously, no. I I really... I'm so... I don't want to watch this game. I really don't want to watch this game. Defensively, we have better stats than them, but I just think we're so picked through, and they're ready for the playoffs, Seattle is, so I just... But, you know, I'm going to be rooting for the Niners. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be watching...
0: Deepak, jump in on this one. This is going to be. This isn't going to be anywhere near the same game that the Rams game was, is it? Let's face it. No,
2: I called this. I called my shot on Facebook after we beat the Rams last week and said we will beat Seattle, and I, and I believe we will, for two reasons. One, I think that yes, the Rams factor is going to be massive. Two, it's our last home game, so. I honestly believe the players will do something for the fans that have had to suffer this season and they will put on a show. But I think in terms of a technical reason why, and again, this is more of an intangible reason than a technical reason, I think that any given Sunday thing is going to kick in because Seattle really aren't that good. They've won games that they shouldn't have won this year. And, um, you know, Cleveland beat San Diego. Why can't San Francisco beat Seattle? If it was in Seattle... Yeah, I'd say forget it. We may as well not even bother traveling there to play the game. But I think at home, yeah, I think we have a chance. And, I, and I've gone on record for saying we're going to win this. So we could end up being 3-13 and on the season if we win.
1: Well, and didn't Arizona just beat them? So it just. can be done. It, it can be mm-hmm.
0: done. It can be done, but what worries me most about this game is the fact that the 49ers are just missing basically everybody everything you mm-hmm. know we've now lost our our lead running back in carlos Hyde. he's gone for this game and the rest of the season well the rest of the season it is this game we, you know we are down to we're down to second stringers in a, in so many positions now that let let's face it we we're lucky we were even in the game against the rams based purely on the roster because of, of what a state it's in we we you know we're putting a hell of a lot of pressure on these players to be able to put, perform against seattle in front of levi
2: do you remember in the 80s we had that season where it was shortened by the strike yeah. and we had all these replacement players you know whenever i watch the 49ers play now it always reminds me of um that strike. Sh- strike shortened season try saying that <laughs> because it's one player after another that you've never ever heard of yep. and they're either third or fourth in the depth squad you know and that underlines two things not only do we have a lack of talent is we've actually got zero depth mm. in challenge it really is the offcuts and the offshoots and the misfits not in an Al Davis I'm going to make them play for the Raiders type of way misfit but Misfits who really have no business being in the National Football League. You know, they really shouldn't be in the league. They're that bad. So this is the kind of talent level that we've got, right? And um, I still stand by them. I still think we could, we can beat Seattle. You know, I, I think we can. But at the same time, you know, we we need to understand that that roster, when you see those players, hear their names, you know, I can't even name any of yeah. them, right?
0: That, <laughs> Hello. Is,
2: that That is how... That is the state of play where, I mean, even back in the day, we, we'd know who our second or third string running backs were. You know, mm. we all we'll remember Harry Sidney and people like that, you know, and on this team, no, mm. <laughs> you know, Curley's our biggest wide receiver. You know, yeah. he's, he's our big play receiver, you know, without Sean Drawn. Who the hell cares who's after him? Nobody knows. Nobody's heard of him. Nobody'd heard of Sean Drawn until Carlos Hyde got injured. You know, so uh, I think how do you rebuild this? I, I think is probably the question I'm really driving at. Is how do you actually build on that? Mm. Because you don't really. You have to clear all of that out yeah. and start again, don't you?
0: The only problem with you your, can't build with that. The only problem with your comparison um, going back to the strike shortened season and the replacement players is that back then replacement players were playing against replacement players. For much of the season this year, the 49ers replacement players. And let's face it, some of our first stringers are, are only the quality of replacement players at best. Have been playing against first stringers. And they you know, you know, they've been absolutely decimated. One one more stat that um I didn't bring up before um that Mark Lyons enters, enters, in the last 19 games, the 49ers are 3-0 and against the Rams, and 0-16 against everybody else, so in, in, 19, in 19 games, the only team we've beaten is the Rams. We own them, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've made the Rams our bitches.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 we pretty much own them, but... Yeah. Was well, it,
1: Merton Hanks said it best in the 90s, the same old, sorry, blank Rams.
0: <laughs> was it Martin Hughes that put up on the group? Hiya, Martin. Uh, was it him that put up on the group the other day, um, Game 1, 2017, Rams. Game 2, Rams. Game 3, Rams. Game 4, Rams. Can we have that <laughs> Do you know that would be a good season for us? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just 16 games playing the Rams.
1: We'd be 16-0. Perfect season.
0: We would. Although we'd lose the bye week. <clears throat> well, Yeah. <laughs> Um, we'd struggle with that one (laughs) Seahawks last game uh, they lost 34-31 a very high scoring game to the Cardinals in Seattle Wilson threw for 350 yards and 4 touchdowns that compares to Kaepernick in his last game 286 yards and 2 touchdowns so pretty much half the stats that Wilson had against the Cardinals but it was a different game in that, it, you know, it was so high scoring. Um, Seahawks are currently 20th in points scored per game with 21.9. I'm not entirely sure what our stats are on that, but it's not going to be that high, that's for sure. Uh, and the Seahawks, have won, no. the Seahawks have won the last six meetings and eight of the last nine. All we can do is hope that this season ends on a high and that we get the two wins back to back. Um and going to the end of the season with a three and thirteen record. If not, it's going to be two and fourteen as we've had before. Um, and we, you know, we will come back. was it a two and fourteen season? Um, oh, was it nineteen seventy nine? Was it with e- Bill Walsh's first season? Was that two and fourteen? His first full season. I think it. I think it was yeah. actually four. If, somebody, if, if we've got was. that wrong, somebody I'm sure will correct us. Um, so uh, <laughs> thank you for correcting us on that one. Right, shall we take a look at the pick six? Yes. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> um, Kev wasn't able to join us for the show today because he was making his way back down through the UK in absolutely atrocious weather, thick fog. Um, so what he's done is he's recorded the pick six review for us. Um, so over to Kev for that.
3: Hi everyone, a belated Merry Christmas to you all. So here are the results from week 16 of the Pick 6 competition. It was another high scoring week, but despite that, nobody managed to get a Pick 6 this week for a change. We had 9 people who did manage to get 5 out of 6. David Evans, Graham Ross, Kim Esquard-Sonson, Paul McDonald, Richard Burley, Rob Martin, Sean Hefner, Stephen John and William Francis. Congratulations to all nine of you who managed to get that. Elsewhere, Deepak, Kat, Brian and myself even managed to get four points. And Rob got three. Overall, Mark Korn still leads the way. He still has his two-point gap ahead of everybody else on 61 points. Andrew Ifold and Mark Lyon are on 59. And there's a whole host of people on 58 points. Going into the final week. Can Mark keep his nerve and hold his two-point lead? That remains to be seen. That's all for me for this week. Thanks a lot, and we'll see you
0: next time. Okay, this week's pick six games then. The final time that we're going to be doing this for the regular season. Uh, We have got the New York Giants against the Washington Redskins in game one. Game two is the Green Bay Packers against The Detroit Lions. Game three is going to be the New England Patriots against the Miami Dolphins. Game four, Dallas Cowboys against the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Game five is going to be the Denver Broncos against the Oakland Raiders. And game six is the Seattle Seahawks taking on the San Francisco 49ers at Levi. We're going to go through these games one by one and uh, pick out our winners and losers from these games. Let's start off with game one then. It's the Giants against the Redskins in Washington. Cat. who's your winner in this one?
1: Oh, I got to go with the home field advantage and go with the Redskins
0: on this one. Home field advantage for the Redskins. Deepak?
2: The great Redskins, um, I think at home, they're playing well as as well.
0: Um, Yeah. It's the Skins for you as well. I'm going to go the opposite way. I'm going to take the Giants on the road in this one. Um, for no other reason than I can't think of a reason not to pick them. <laughs> Game two is the Green Bay Packers heading to Detroit to take on the Detroit Lions. Who who have you got for this one then, Kat?
1: Uh, I'm going to take the Packers. I think uh, Aaron Rodgers is really hitting his stride, and I think, uh, yeah, I think they're going to have the edge.
2: And Deepak? Agree, I'm going with Green Bay too. I think they have the edge, even though Detroit have had a, pretty good season this year
0: it's going to be a sweep for the green bay packers then i'm going to take them as well on the road against the detroit lions uh interesting quick story about the D, uh, about the green bay packers my daughter was in a supermarket there earlier today and she texted me she said uh, dad there's a guy behind me who is a packers fan what should i do to him and i said just walk away just walk away, because if you do try, and, if you do try and say anything to him, he'll probably look at you blankly because he's probably a fashion fan. <laughs> so uh, she she did walk away safely. <laughs> Game three, um, we've got the New England Patriots heading south to Florida to take on the Miami Dolphins. Kat, who have you got winning this one?
1: You can't pick against Tom Brady in this situation. I'm going Patriots.
0: Patriots on the road and Deepak? yeah easy win for the patriots it's another sweep i can't get past the patriots on this one i think it's going to be a pretty easy road win for them to finish the season they've already i think they've already wrapped up the bye haven't they as well as as well as the division yeah yep, they have um game 4 the dallas cowboys are heading north to seattle no not to seattle <laughs> to philadelphia <laughs> To take on the Philadelphia Eagles. They're, they're both dirty birds. That'll do. Exactly. Cat, <laughs> who have you got winning this one? Cowboys, Eagles?
1: Well, because they're the Cowboys, I have to take the Eagles. Eagles? My pick's the Eagles. Okay, <laughs>
0: just because you can't pick the Cowboys.
2: You Deepak. got it. Yeah, for the same reason. I can't possibly pick
0: Dallas. Okay, Eagles for Deepak as well. Do you know what? I can pick the Cowboys. But... It's not going to. It's Philadelphia. (laughs) It's winter. I've experienced a game in Philadelphia in winter. And okay, the 49ers won that game, but it's going to be so, so cold. And, you you know, you're looking at the Cowboys, a Texas team, they're used to playing in the warmth. I can't take the Cowboys on this one. I think the Eagles are going to pull off a win. So that's another sweep. Um... Yeah, this is three sweeps so far out of four games. Wow! Uh, game five, the Denver Broncos are heading to California to take on the Oakland Raiders. Cat
1: only because Derek Carr got hurt. I don't think the Raiders are going to get very far, so I'm going to take the Broncos.
0: you to take the Broncos on the road and Deepak.
2: Um, I'm going to go with the Raiders explicitly. Um, I think the plan in Oakland. Denver, again, a massive, massive divisional rival for them. They hate their guts. And, yeah, Carr's injured, but I think the Raiders have got enough emotion in them. And the season that they're having, I think the Black Hole will see them
0: through. I
2: think they'll win. Do
0: you know what? This is a really, really tough game to call for both of the reasons that you guys have said. Yes, they've lost Derek Carr to what is a horrible, horrible injury. It Is, is it his fibula snapped? Fibula, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Horrible. Surgery went well though. I believe so, though. yeah, which which is good. Yeah. Um and mm-hmm. it's an injury where that you know he can come back from it. Yep. Um but the you know the the whole team, the whole Oakland Raiders team have performed very well. I've struggled over who to pick for this one. Raiders, Raiders home field advantage for me. So cat, you're on that one on your own, I'm afraid. I'm on
1: my own. <laughs>
0: Game six. This is our last pick of the regular season for 2016 it's the seattle seahawks heading to the san francisco well santa clara actually to lose to the san francisco 49ers cat you agree with me don't you yes she does
1: they're gonna lose because the niners are gonna win
0: excellent deepak you've already nailed your colors to the post on this one haven't you Yeah, I think the Niners will win. Niners win for no other reason than Deepak says. Actually, no, no, no.
2: It's not that I think that the Niners will win. I really, really, really want the Niners to (laughs) win. (laughs) And
0: do you know what? I don't care whether the 49ers win or lose. I cannot pick Seattle. Exactly. The 49ers (laughs) to win. Even if there isn't a single 49ers player on the field they simply don't turn up the bus breaks down on the way i would still pick 49ers to win over seattle in that game so it's a Niners winning it's another sweep that is it for the pick six um guys please make sure you get your picks in nice and early on the group page um and as kev and andrew said if you can if you can make sure you get it in the format that they prefer it Makes it a hell of a lot easier for them to collate all of the results. Um, it is the last game of the regular season. It's a Sunday kickoff, isn't it? It's, mm-hmm. not, a, it's not a Saturday mm-hmm. game yep. again. So there will be a game day thread, um, which in all of our drunken states, because it's also New Year's Day, or all of our hungover states, will all be on that game day thread enjoying the game. Um, but that is it for this week's episode of the show. Thanks to nautics.com for the music. Thanks to Rob Newell, James Little, Mark Line, Andrew Mitchell and Graham Ross for all the work they do on the group and the show. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Frequency49 and on Facebook, search the Frequency49 show. It is time to say goodbye, guys. Bye. Bye, everybody. I hope you all have a wonderful New Year's Eve celebrations. Um... Just enjoy yourselves as much as you possibly can. We will be back in 2017. It feels weird to say that, doesn't it? We'll be back in 2017. Basically, we're back on Wednesday. (laughs) We will review the Seattle game. Um, That is not the last show of the season, though. We will be continuing through the playoffs um, we'll have another Pick 6 Challenge a separate Pick 6 Challenge um, running through the playoffs um, and we'll be covering all of the games um, but that is it for now as I said thank you to everybody that's been in, involved in the show not just today but through the entire 2016 it's been an absolute pleasure to do um, on behalf of Cat Victorino and Deepak Gohill I've been Paul McDonald. you've been the audience and this has been The Frequency 49 Show bye for now mm-hmm.